After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Today is February 1st, 2006. This is Evan's Journal coming to you live from Honolulu, Hawaii. And I know that my journals nowadays are somewhat staggered. Uh, not every week. Sometimes longer than that. And, you know, I apologize for that. It's just been extremely, extremely busy. I know that's a terrible excuse. And I will do my best to get these up at least weekly. Uh, the interesting thing coming back on the feedback for the journal is that I've been putting all of this time into making the show sound right, the, sh- the show, the interview portions um, be as interesting as possible and as enlightening as possible with our questions and so on. And over and over, the feedback coming back is that, hey, where's the journal? We want to hear kind of the behind-the-scenes stuff or what's going on you know, with the progress of this project. And that's really... Uh, Encouraging, so I thank you guys for emailing me that kind of um, feedback, and yeah, makes my day. Anyways, the, I wanted to recap the Chinatown project that we worked on. Uh, overall, absolute success. I know that if you've been tracking that Chinatown project in the previous journals, you've heard that you know the times where it's just been super frustrating, or things were almost dead, people were not getting along, or so on. Things were not happening the way they needed to happen. But all in all, it, it turned out extremely good. I think that we were in every single paper at least uh, twice. We were in all major news on television. We were all over the place. I think one of the quotes from the Chinese Merchant Association, and Gifford Chang was the one quoted, talked about an attendance being up of 30%. And that's unbelievable because during their parade, the place was just jam-packed already. That's actually the first time I've been to any of these events so I don't know if any of you folks went down there, but it was just jam-packed both weekends, absolutely packed. So this next coming up, this next year coming up will be something to, I guess, keep an eye out for because we're looking at expanding it some more, adding on uh, other other things throughout that time period. And, yeah, it'll be an interesting thing, especially since it it was from kind of a ground-up situation. The events were already there, but the collaboration and cooperation is was not so we'll keep you posted on that one thing that we're working on right now with greater good radio is audio player syndication we use that wimpy player for the audio when you go to the site and it plays automatically or you go there and you click listen and then the little player pops up and you can choose what you want to listen to that's um called wimpy it the company is wimpy and we bought that player from them and that's what's used to play the audio straight on the computer because it's an easy way to be able to offer it without people having to have their um, Windows Media Player or QuickTime or whatever it may be pop up. Anyways, for those of you folks who have a website with um, anything related to Hawaii or business content and you want to have the interviews on there, (coughs) excuse me, then let me know, email me, and then I'll send you the code and then you can have it up on your site also. I don't mind people having the um, audio or playing the audio on your site. I just want to make sure that I can track it properly and it's not adulterated 
Um, and and then other than that, we're fine with it. I, I don't care where it's played or who's playing it, as long as it's you know it's uh, the actual audio and I can track it properly. So if you guys are interested in that, anyone interested in that, please email me over here, and you know what? I'll send you the the code. Okay, new project got going on, and as if there's not enough projects already, the new project is for the website ChinatownHI.com. Now, this is a site that I had purchased from the original owner just about a month ago because her husband got sick and, you know, things are going on in her life. She didn't want to take it on anymore and, and uh, I don't know. I just did it. But the thing when I, when I looked at this, I said it would really be a good idea if we could open it up almost like in a community where all businesses and organizations in Chinatown could have their presence on that site they could have kind of their own little mini sites, almost like MySpace, I guess, but but not really, you know, a little bit more uh, business related. And then all of their calendar information and uh, general information can be populated into a central calendar or central info area. And the issues with this was the, the initial build out, you know, obviously technology, even with using open source products, is going to take some time and effort and and cost. So that was the initial issue. And the second issue was that, you know, for a lot of the businesses in Chinatown, a lot of them are immigrants. So not only are they probably computer illiterate for a, a good amount of them, they don't even speak English very well. Um, that's an issue. So we had to figure out a way to be able to help them get their information up there and take advantage of technology and marketing also. So we're working with the city and the arts at Mark's Garage and trying to figure out how we can pull this all together. And what I thought was that if the arts at Mark's Garage could help out with this, it would be a great way to engage the you know, other side, I guess you would call it, of Chinatown where you, know, you have more of the restaurants and, and so on, which is what people kind of think of, I guess, in terms of when they think of Chinatown. But I, nonetheless, I'm trying not to stereotype is what I'm trying not to do here. And that's why I'm kind of mincing my words a little bit. But uh, I think if it's done right, it can build a lot of camaraderie and goodwill. The other project that we're working on is with Small Business Resource Center, trying to figure out how to get their computer center, uh, a new computer center actually, up to speed. I know that I had talked to a large software vendor. They were willing to donate some software. We're looking at trying to get some computers. Um, I guess they need to be new computers because they want to upgrade quite a bit. And and then also kind of the follow-up support. So we're trying to figure that stuff out as well. But then that's also another place that the um, merchants or organizations within Chinatown or anywhere actually can go and, and get computer help and computer so, uh, resources to help with their businesses. <coughs> Excuse me, I have this kind of a dry cough. And that takes me to the next subject, which is super sick. I don't know what I did, but man, I tell you, on Sunday, was it Sunday? I can't even remember. But I was absolutely dead. I couldn't move. I don't know if you've ever had, I'm sure people, everyone's had this, where you're so tired and so sick, you can't even move, you can't really even think. You're in a daze, and you're just out of it. And I couldn't hold down food. I mean, I went to the bathroom like 
40 or 50 times probably in about two and a half, three days or so. I mean, it was just horrible. So I'm actually just getting back up to speed right now and catching up on stuff. So I figured I'd do the little journal here and uh, update you guys on that. So feeling better now and ready to go. Actually, right after I'm done with this, I, I got a meeting at the um, bank to go and talk to the uh, bankers about the uh, show and so on. Okay, negotiations and chunking. Man, this journal might be taking a while tonight. Okay, I was explaining to a friend of mine about the kind of a theory in terms of negotiating and then how that, uh, in effect, is related to a process called chunking. Okay, so I guess I'll explain chunking first. Chunking is a term where where it's how things are organized, I guess, concepts or, or ideas are organized. So if you think about it this way, chunking up would be if you took, let's say, a, Toyo a Prius, Toyota Prius, then you chunk up and it becomes a Toyota. Then you chunk up and that becomes a car. You chunk up and that becomes transportation. You chunk up, it becomes movement and so on. So the higher up you get is more general, I guess, as a category or so on. And then the lower you get is um, a lot more detailed. So one way to actually feel less stressed is to kind of chunk up and one way to feel more stress is to chunk down. But when this comes into negotiation, basically the theory is that the higher you chunk up, you're going to come to an agreement at some point. So I'll give you an example for this Chinatown project. The Chinatown project, all organizations here had the same vision or mission or whatever you want to call it once they understood what that vision or mission was. So on a surface level, the way that they do it may be different and they may not agree on that. However, if you chunk up, what they do agree on is overall prosperity of Chinatown, preserving uh, culture, helping um, helping immigrants, things like that. They all agree on that, and then once we all agree on that, then all the stuff on the lower chunks can be addressed and negotiated out. But you have to get some kind of agreement, and a lot of times that's what they call buy-in, right? You're buying into it, and then you can kind of figure out the details from there. So this is a very important tool or technique or whatever you want to call it when we're dealing with um, negotiating. And this is how I always think about it because you've got to come to some agreement at some point, right? Anyways, I just thought I'd mention that because I was talking to a friend about, about it today. Philippines outsourcing. What we're looking at now is outsourcing a number of our task-based functions to Philippine employees. I have a friend who's working on that currently and he's hired employees. Um, they do work for us. It's been working out fairly well. The The writing that we have going on now, besides the editing process and so on, is being done in Philippines and I think the guy is doing a good job. We're soon to be adding on outbound calling for bubble tea supply where we can follow up on our leads and so on uh, better. And looking at adding on audio engineering. I'm looking at trying to figure out how we can do a TV show. So we'll be looking at if we can do video production there also uh, in terms of the editing and, and uh, show production and, and all that. But if any of you folks are, are wondering about how this can work for your small business, then email me and I can put you in touch with the uh, people you need to be in touch with. Pacific Leadership Forum is another company that we uh, have partnered up with. 
and the Pacific Leadership Forum is a events is an event actually a series of events that is designed to bring really high caliber uh, business talent into town and then share that with the uh, local business community. So the event coming up is going to be Howard Putnam, who was the Southwest Airlines CEO and just a spectacular success story. He's going to be in town uh, to talk about that and how to apply that to your own business. If you are interested in, in going to that, go to our site, greatergoodradio.com, click on the Pacific Leadership Forum link in the event side on the left, and then it'll take you to a page where you should have a code. And I believe the code is PLFGGR or so when you go to the PacificLeadershipForum.com site. And if you add in that code, then you get an additional 10% discount. So that's just something that they had offered to us, and we're offering it to you guys. I really want this event to be a, a success because we went to the last event with Don, with Don Soderquist, who's the CEO or actually Chief Operating Officer of Walmart, and that event was just spectacular. To be in a, a room and listen to these guys of, of that kind of caliber is, is just second to none, man. You, the things that you pick up are absolutely, absolutely uh, priceless. Okay. Another thing we got going on, Kipapa Lecture Series. This is the UH Lecture Series where they bring in mainland speakers. Uh, one of the speakers was Sam Zell, who's a multi-billionaire real estate tycoon. That that one, I could have listened to that guy all night. There's The thing that I, I thought about was that there's a, a fairly long gap between speakers over there. So if we could bring in speakers from from our show or local speakers and maybe do it in panels uh, related to industry or so on, then we could kind of fill in that gap and, and kind of highlight the local talent and have the um, business community engage each other as well. So we're in talks with doing that. I'll keep you guys posted on that. And that will be an interesting thing also. Okay, keeping up is always an issue. That's what I'm you know, always talking about, keeping up with everything. I, I don't know. Any of you guys have any tips on this one? Because time management, which is something that we ask most of our guests about, is just unbelievably hard. It's unbelievably hard, especially when you get sick. And that's something I learned or just reinforced, actually, because I already knew it when I got sick, was that, man, if this business cannot run without me, I don't know if I really own a business, right? So that's what I'm going to be focusing on for probably the next two or three months is making sure everything is starts getting um, automated properly. And I'll keep you guys updated on that. TV news, was it meant to be? Well, we had a uh, appointment on the news <coughs> on Monday. As you know from earlier in the journal, I was dead sick. I could not move. So I sent Carrie. And Carrie went down there and they kind of looked at her like, huh, what are you doing here? And and I guess that um, they didn't know she was coming. So I, I, I didn't realize it, but I was supposed to have called on Friday and, and set up B-roll and, and so on. Well, the problem now is that I guess um, I had a friend there who was trying to help us get on the show, and I don't know. I guess the producer, for some reason or not, decided that they didn't feel our story is newsworthy. So I'm wondering, you know, is is this another sign for us that, hey, TV is a must or 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 what? Because that's kind of how this whole radio thing came about, right? Nobody wanted to cover it, so we did it ourselves. Now... TV's kind of giving us the cold shoulder, so they don't want to cover us. Do we do it? 
I think so. And that's what we're trying to work on right now, which is Greater Good TV. So we're in the process of figuring this out. And the hard part about this is to keep a video portion engaging for a half an hour period, which is really probably about 21 minutes worth of uh, video footage. Does that mean we have to split up the interviews into three or two different interviews instead of one? I don't know, because it's hard to capture the true essence in that amount of time. Plus, that's a lot of editing and shooting. So that's what we're trying to figure out right now. If you guys have suggestions on it, please email me. We are working on that as we speak. Okay, well, i got to go to my meeting now. So nice talking to you guys, and I will talk to you guys again soon.